the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app. Listening to the Tim DeMoshio Show. Thank you for tuning in. Nice day going. Sunshine amidst the clouds, 44 the high, getting cloudier this evening, low of 32. Tomorrow, cloudy, maybe a shower, otherwise just kind of overcast all day and a high of 43. Good soup weather. I had delicious tomato soup with vegetables today, made kindly for me by our neighbor. Thank you, Joanne. High five on the soup. Flyers lost 7-5 to Colorado last night on the heels of losing 7-1 to Tampa Bay on Sunday. That loss got their head coach, Elaine Vigneault, fired. The uh, Flyers talked about it afterwards, the loss of their head coach, and moving on, Sean Couturier on the firing of their head coach, Elaine Vigneault. It's, it's never easy to see a, a, you know, a coach or a trade or, or fired, so... When when there's changes, it's 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 a weird environment at the rink. But we're going through a tough stretch. Felt like something was going to happen. You, you never know what it is, but it's part of the business, I guess. It's it's it is what it is. Flyer Kevin Hayes also adding to his thoughts, uh, adding to Sean Couturier's thoughts on the firing of head coach Elaine Vigneault. It was a tough day. I mean, he's he's been a coach of mine for for a long time, and uh, I would consider him a, a friend as well. He's, he's helped me through a lot of things, whether it's growing up and, and being a true professional, like I said, holding me to a standard that I appreciate. He's helped me a lot with my brother. He's definitely a coach that, that I'll miss. It wasn't an easy day, but like I said, changes have to happen around here, and, and uh, unfortunately, that was one of them. That's Kevin Hayes of the Flyers. He referenced his brother in there, his brother Jimmy Hayes, who died back in August, and showing a bit of the personal side there of their former head coach, Elaine Vigneault, taking an interest in his players and their personal lives and trying to help them as men, which is something hopefully a you know good coach does. But again, if you don't get the wins, eventually uh, changes are made. And it was kind of funny because it wasn't that long ago where the, it was, the Flyers hadn't lost back-to-back games all year. But they wound up, I think they've won in eight games now in a row. And so before the season gets away from them, the Flyers decided to make a change. Their new head coach, at least for now, Mike Yo, who's been on the team as, as one of their coaches, and he takes over the helm. And uh, he was asked after last night's game if the, the team played kind of angry, even though they did lose 7-5. Yeah, well, everybody does. Listen, the, the, this is a really emotional day. And uh, and the emotions were really high. You could see that, you know, our our emotional levels would go super high and then they'd go super low and and uh, and obviously it's uh, uh, that's that's dangerous territory this is a game of emotion you have to play with, with emotion and but at the same time you you know you have to 
to keep it under control where you're not too high, you're not too low. You go out there, you focus on the next shift. And, uh, and so, again, that'll be something that we continue to work at. I think that, you know, having a rest day here, getting reset, refocused for the next uh, day is going to be important for our group here. It's Flyers interim head coach Mike Yo. The Flyers are at New Jersey tomorrow night at 7. Meanwhile, Sixers squeaked out a win in overtime against Charlotte, 127. Uh, 124, Joel Embiid, 43 points, 15 rebounds. Head coach Doc Rivers on that overtime win. I just thought we made a lot of mistakes, a lot of turnovers. They, you know, they shot 20 more shots than us in a basketball. You, you usually, if one team takes 20 more shots than you, you don't win that game, you know. And so we just, we, we made a lot of mistakes tonight. Uh, and that happens, but we still won the game. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, Tobias Harris had 21 points. 11 rebounds in the win, and he echoed in a similar way. I'm glad we won, but there's some stuff we have to clean up. You know, they have versatile wings that can get downhill and, you know, can get to the rim, but there was just too many plays for them having open lanes. And uh, obviously they they got guys who uh, are confident shooters and, and letting it go and, and can get in rhythm. So for us, it's really to keep, them, keep our guy in front of us uh, all night long. Uh, we got, we probably make a couple adjustments on some of their stretch uh, stretch shooters out there, and, and just go from there. But you know, I would say that and a couple of uh, we we had more than a couple of mental mistakes that could have could have really um, shifted the game. You know, one way where we could have had a lead, or the other way where they could actually won a game. So we know we got to get better at that. Tobias Harris of the Sixers. They're at Charlotte again tomorrow night. At 7. Monday Night Football last night. New England 14-10 over Buffalo. And something that I haven't ever seen. The Patriots threw the ball three times the entire game. Uh, I think it's because it was very windy and running the ball made more sense. But to throw only three passes, uh, I'm not sure how much fun that would have been to watch. Uh, Here, run the ball there, run the ball there, run the ball there. Anyhow, Patriots have slowly but surely become the top seed in the... uh, in the conference, and uh, with or without Tom Brady, they're back at it. Could be an interesting Super Bowl should the Patriots, and it'll be very interesting if uh, it winds up being the Patriots and Tom Brady on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the uh, from the other conference. However, if the Eagles have anything to say, they'll somehow make it into the playoffs and, and go far. Uh, it might be a little bit of a stretch for this season, but you never know. They are now heading into a bye week after their a victory this past weekend. Head coach Nick Sirianni talking about the mentality of uh, what do you do now because you have this following week off. You're not going to be playing till the 19th of December. That's a bit bit of a, a stretch, although I'm sure the players are happy to have the break and physically heal up. Love what Sirianni had to say about this uh, next window of time before their next game against Washington. We're football guys. We, we're going to think about football. We're going to watch football when, when we're away. Uh, I'm going to go to my son's flag football game on, on Wednesday and watch some football there. I'm going to watch the Thursday night game with the Steelers and the Vikings. I'm going to watch football week. I'm going to watch the Army-Navy game on Saturday. It's just, that's who I am, and that's, who I, that's what I like to do. And so we'll be away um, and recharging, but I know our guys, I know we'll be on that group text with the coaches or the players and, and talking about plays that are happening in the games that we're watching that week. I don't know how many coaching points I'll have for my six-year-old's flag football game, but if there's something to learn, we'll learn from it. <laughs> That's uh, Sixers head coach Nick Sirianni on the upcoming break for the Eagles. Again, their next game is until uh, the 19th against Washington. I think it's a 1 o'clock game. 
So today we have a, a fun program mapped out, including special guest Warren Davis. He's author of a book called Creating Cubert and Other Classic Video Games. Uh, I happen to have grown up, I guess, you want to call it the golden age of video gaming when uh, I can remember the first games in the very beginning, like Pong and Tank, or Tank, whatever it was called, the two tanks and a little dot bouncing off the walls. There was uh, certainly Asteroids and Pac-Man and all that sort of thing in the early days. And uh, he came along in the 80s and 90s. And so uh, Warren Davis will join us a little later on in the hour. He actually came up with the game Cubert. And uh, that's where the guy, with the, he looks like a, uh, a hairy grape with a, with a snout. And he'd jump up and down on kind of a triangular thing, up and down and change the color squares. There'd be a little snake that would chase him around. And uh, I used to play it. I liked it. I just wasn't very good at it. Because it was, it, it wasn't you know round or flat. It was, uh, it was a step thing, so you, you could easily kind of go off the side. And uh, I still remember that. So uh, anyhow, he also wound up doing a lot of other classic games: Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, Joust. And he's a programmer, so that's that's his world. And uh, we'll talk to him about that because he has this book. It's not out just yet, but it's about to be called Creating Cubert. And other classic video games. And kind of along with that for fun, I thought today, if you want to send a quick text to our text line with your favorite video game growing up or now, whatever, uh, I'll give you a gift card just for taking the time to text in at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. The gift card is to one of four places. And you can pick the place, Panera, Rita's, Wawa, or Duncan. And we're going to be mailing the prizes out in a couple days from now so we can get that in the mail to you. This week, it's a guaranteed win. Just send the text in. You can name more than one game, but if you, or you want to rank them, it's up to you. But just for fun, to, to see down memory lane, what are the games you used to play and the fun you used to have? I remember specifically growing up, going to Dunkin' Donuts with my brother and playing Miss Pac. I guess it was regular Pac-Man, and then later Miss Pac-Man. And you know, we'd get a roll of quarters, and we would play for two or three hours overnight, and have a donut maybe or two, and. Just play away until we had blisters on our fingers. That's one memory I remember with my brother Steve specifically. There were other games over the years, but I'll let you suggest them. The text line again, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And I welcome your, uh, your trip down memory lane just by sending along whatever favorite video game you had back in the day. Or perhaps if you weren't a video game player, but the ones that the, the kids, the grandkids play in the house that's good, too. And it could be something brand new. Things have obviously changed radically over the last 10 or 15 years uh, or 20 years. And uh, anyhow, we're looking forward to chatting with Warren Davis and giving you those gift cards uh, throughout the hour. Text in the courtesy of Brinder Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Some other surprises mixed in and some other reminders for you, things that are going on this hour. We'll uh, share all that coming up on the Tim DeMoss Show today, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It is 4.15, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. As mentioned before the break, if you have a favorite video game you enjoyed playing growing up, text that to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Just, uh, you know, whatever it might be. And just for doing that, we'll... Thank you for participating in our fine broadcast by sending you a gift card, $5.60 increment. You can take that and get yourself a couple of coffees or go to Wawa, get some snacks, whatever it is. 
We're going to be mailing prizes out on Thursday. So text in during the hour anytime between now and 5 o'clock with your favorite video game as we welcome our special guest a little bit later on in the hour, Warren Davis, who was the inventor of the game Qbert and a bunch of other things, Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam. And we'll chat with him about his uh, book coming out called Creating Qbert and Other Classic Video Arcade Games. And also, so one more time, at 610-500-DOVE. Just pick whatever it is. For me, I can rattle off Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong. Uh, what else? I really liked Defender and uh, Galaga was another big one for me back in the early to mid-'80s. And so uh, this guy, Warren Davis, he's, he's in the International Gaming Hall of Fame. He worked for all those. The, you, you recognize if you ever went to an arcade or a bowling alley, and you played video games there. You know, somebody else is bowling. You're over in the arcade. They Gottlieb and uh, some of the uh, Midway and some of the other. He was like part of all those companies in one shape or form with the design. He worked on Terminator 2. And so we're looking forward to having a chat with Warren Davis a little later on just for fun. Again, especially because we're mailing prizes out a couple days from now. I'll try to tie this all together. Like, hey, we give the prizes out today. We can get them in the mail real soon. So, uh, again, and if, when you text in, if you get a second, just put your address in there because it's a guaranteed win. This is not a drawing. If you take the time to text in, we'll get you one of those gift cards. Uh, we'll mail them out on Thursday. Again, 610-500-DOVE, our number here at the station. We love giving stuff away. I hope you enjoy winning things. You do have to enter to win, though, of course. And, uh, for example, we had a contest just wrap up last night. The Apologetics CD, they're a, uh, a parody band. They do, they do Christian parodies of mainstream songs. They have 63 albums out. And again, the band's called The Apologetics. And their lead singer, Jay Jackson, joined our program recently because although he wanted to be in a band before he became a Christian and he loves music and all that, he certainly never thought of doing a Christian parody band before he was a Christian. And even afterwards, it was really birthed out of Bible study. And as he... Uh, started to get his nose into scripture and he's part of Bible study. The Lord took his love for music, which he had had all along, and his new love for God and the growing knowledge by spending time in his word and put that together. And he has been doing this music for close to 30 years now. And this is what Jay had to talk about, getting his nose in God's word every day. I started reading the Bible in, uh, actually, in 1987, the year before I gave my heart to the Lord. Or you know, when he came to take possession of it, um, I, uh, I started reading the Bible, and I was trying to make myself good enough for God at the time. I really found the Bible fascinating. But um, when Jesus said things like, "If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out; if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off," I thought there's not going to be anything left of me. <laughs> and uh, I really did. I thought this. This I was totally attracted to the personality of Jesus. But um, boy, this was tough. I mean, everything he said rang true to me. And I just didn't know how to, to get that. And it was only, so eventually I kind of threw up a prayer and said, Lord, if you're for real, have mercy on me, but I got to go look look in other places and come back for me. So so I just lived like the guy did in Ecclesiastes, Solomon. You know, I tested my mind with folly and uh, just took off the break. Uh, but a year later, I started reading the Bible again. And uh, and that was right after I, I went to an empty church, Super Bowl Sunday. Neither of our teams was in it. It was the Washington Redskins and Denver Broncos, the Doug Williams Super Bowl. And um, I just poured my heart out to the Lord and uh, and basically said, I didn't know what a sinner's prayer was or anything. You know, he did. Um, I thought the church was empty, but he was there. I was empty. He came in. I started reading the Bible again and never stopped after that. All of a sudden, it made sense. Before, it was great, but it didn't, like, make sense totally to me. It, it totally changed me when I came to him on his terms and said, I'm a sinner. If there's a hell, 
I think I'm going to go. I don't want to go. I need you to come in my, my life. He did. And um, I started reading. I don't think I've missed a day since then. That was like uh, I was almost 34 years ago. Now, it's not because I'm so great or anything like that. I just need to, um, you know, I, I just need it. And I, I read the Bible all the way through. I liked it so much. I read it again and again and again. Some of those early days when I was single, didn't have kids, you know, I could read it a couple times in a year. Now I read it at least once a year. Um, and with our fans, we in our newsletters every week, we have I, mean, I have a Bible reading plan I do, and it doesn't start on Genesis in January. It just you work through the Bible in about 355 days. It takes about three chapters a day. Anyway, so we've just been working our way through. I'm reading uh, in Isaiah right now, and uh, it's the only book I ever found that gets better every time you read it. And I love books, but there's no book I love as much as the Bible. Uh, nothing comes close, and and we love it. And uh, and I just I love being able to to do songs about stories from the Bible, and there's so much stuff. That's Jay Jackson. It's the letter J, actually. His, his name's John, but he goes to us by J, you know, J dot. J Jackson, lead singer and, and lyricist for Apologetics, which is simply spelled A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X. And if you like, love God's Word and you love good music, uh, look them up. Look them up online. They have 63 albums out, and it covers everything from Elvis back in the day and the Beach Boys and all that up to the newer music, too, and all the different styles in between. We gave away... The, their 63rd C, the most recent one, uh, what was it called? Bet, uh, Never Again. No, wait, it was, uh, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> it was called, uh, hang on, I'll figure it out, Never Before, But Then Again. Specifically, 80s parody. So let me throw one of those on here. Uh, this is, the band was called Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, and their song was called If You Leave, and they change it to If You Believe. All the songs, they do also have scripture references in them. So if you want to use these for your Bible study or as a pastor, an example in church, something fun, whatever it is, you have the references there for you. Leland in Pottstown, Philip and Yardley, Donna in Maple Shade, Heather in Pottstown, Kelly in Southampton, Stephanie in Camp Hill, Donna in Monroeville, New Jersey, among those who won. Congratulations to all you folks. M560WFIL.com and on the app. That's Apologetics. Their latest CD, Never Before, but then again, we just concluded the contest to win that at midnight last night. Additional winners, I mentioned some before the song, and Beth in Levittown, Melanie in Philadelphia, Carol in Eastman Township, New Jersey. Also picking up that CD absolutely free. Congratulations to one and all. We have a lot of uh, contests going on on our site, so we encourage you to go there every now and again, even every day, really, uh, because some of the contests you can enter every day and increase your opportunity to win at WFIL.com. Let's see. You know, I mentioned a couple names, Donna in Maple Shade, New Jersey, and Donna in Monroeville, New Jersey. They both were winners of the CD from Apologetics. And I just got a text here from Donna in Maple Shade, New Jersey, who's texting in her favorite – or Donna, sorry, Donna from Swedesboro. And she says, my family enjoyed playing Sunday Fun Day on Nintendo. That's her video game of choice. And uh, she says, I'd love a a Wawa gift card. Uh, Thank you also for the ministry. I learned a lot and I'm encouraged and inspired. So, Donna, we're glad to be here. So that makes three Donna winners from New Jersey. It it must be a thing. Uh, So if you're just tuning in, 
Coming up shortly, we're going to be having a special guest. His name is Warren Davis. He's in the International Video Game Hall of Fame. He came up with the game Qbert and uh, was very much involved in games like uh, Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam and Joust 2 and Terminator 2, all these games. And he's been around the block a lot of times. So he has a new book coming out. Uh, actually, probably his, only his first book. And it's talking about, you know, where the computer was back in the day, what it used to be like back in high school. If you remember, if you, you're, I'm 53. If you're anywhere near that, you know what it was like in just these big machines and having it, having the, uh, uh, I remember just the novelty of uh, our, our science teacher was also doubling as a computer guy. He, he was just amazed and he came in with such excitement, teamed up with our math teacher to start showing us these, uh, I guess there was a, was it Radio Shack TRS 80s or something? Uh, anyway, uh, he's going to talk to us about uh, his book and just a little video game history, some fun for a little bit on the program. But as part of that, I thought, well, why don't you text in? Your favorite game, you can call in too if you want, uh, but your, what's your favorite game growing up? I had a, a bunch of them. I played a lot of games. I was thinking arcade games because he developed Qbert, and that was certainly something we played in the bowling alley or at the local you know, Dunkin' Donuts or something. But if it was something you've played at home, that's cool too. And just for texting in your favorite, we'll get you a gift card to Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. They sponsor our program. We're very glad for that. And so Donna will be getting your uh, Wawa gift card to you out uh, this Thursday when we mail some prizes, other prizes out too. So if you would like a free gift card, you can pick the one you want, Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, just for texting in your favorite video game growing up, or it could be more recent. And if you're not a big video game player, but ones you've been around, maybe your niece, your nephew, your grandson, whatever it is, or, you know, you're someone in your life that you've been hanging around and you see them watch. That's cool, too. The number is uh, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And uh, just text that in. And if you can, put your address in there so we can have it handy-dandy to mail your gift card out. I also would like to, before the end of the program, share something with you very personal. I was sharing, uh, I shared some of it last week about our daughter, Tori. And, it, and there's also a little bit of a tie-in here, believe it or not, with uh, the Sunday Fun Day text from Donna in uh, Swedesboro, New Jersey, about thankfulness. So that's all coming up, too, as part of our fine broadcast. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. If you want to call in as well, it's 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Back with more in just a moment, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. It's 4.32 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Coming down the home stretch of 2021, just a quick encouragement to take a moment and bless the ministries that bless you all year long. That text from Donna a little while ago to get her free gift card with her video game note is a reminder to me about this. I just want to pass it along. We have a lot of wonderful ministries on the station. There's Somebody Loves You with Raul Reese. There's Family Talk with James Dobson. Comes up a little later on this evening. Straight from the Heart, Pastor Joe Foch each weekday morning at uh, 7.30, among many. And it goes a long way if you take a moment to go to our site, WFIL.com, click on the Programs tab, and just find any of them. Find one. Literally, it gives uh, such fuel and um, encouragement to keep going. WFIL.com, Programs tab, look through whatever one you want to do. You can do all of them. You can do one of them. Whatever you listen to the most, uh, that's great. Just a note to say I'm listening and you're, this helps me. It does not have to be a book. 
It can literally be one line. And believe me, just how do you feel when someone says something to you? It's the same thing. If you had the ability to send a gift to them and they all have their own ways of doing that, that adds a lot to it as well. It does, and, and that doesn't have to be a lot either. Maybe just do 5 or $10 or a $20 gift or something. You know, Maybe you get more involved. Some of the ministries have different uh, thank you gifts back. And sometimes that changes every month, you know, whatever they're willing to say, hey, this new book or this or that, that you can research that as far as you want to and go into it. But just taking the time to say, I appreciate you. And if you have the opportunity to send a little gift, that goes a very long way. And I really highly encourage you to do that. And it helps those ministries. Don't be fooled. You know, these ministries are on sometimes, uh, you know, different cities around the country. And if they hear from you in the greater Philadelphia area that you're listening here, then they're more likely to stay. If nobody's saying anything, it could be like, oh, I wonder if people are listening to that. Like, if they like us. or if they, I mean, if, if we're – it's not even like. I should say it differently. It, they might want to wonder, is this a good use of our resources? Are we being good stewards by spending uh, some finances on, on being on the air in Philadelphia? It costs money to run everything, obviously. Uh, so as much as I'd love to do this job for free, I do need to be paid so I can you know take care of my family. So – they, I'm not the, certainly the only one being paid here, right? But you get the idea. So as they, as, as they pay to be on the air, that helps keep going, keep the station going. And so you doing a little something uh, keeps pushing and encouraging them along. So it's called Bless the Ministries. It's on our site, and you can have at it as you get the opportunity. But uh, I would, I would say, don't think that somebody else. Uh, just think that, yeah, I, I need to do that. I'd like to do that uh, sometime over the over the next few weeks and even today would be wonderful uh, speaking of that and stewardship and and uh like the ministries want to be good stewards of the resources they have we had on grammy uh, award-winning hip-hop artist author record label owner philanthropist lacrae uh, a couple of weeks ago and one of his many projects he's not he's not one to just sit around twiddling his thumbs he has a series called protect the bag and it's on his youtube channel I think it's a six-week series. It started in mid-November, and it's probably going for another you know, one or two weeks. And it's on Tuesday nights at 7. So I mentioned this to you because the newest episode should be coming up here in a couple hours. And so this is what Lecrae had to say about this series that he's put out on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you know, Protect the Bag is the bag meaning – your your finances it's really a a series about financial health and you know stewardship is a is very important i think it's something that few of us really get to tap into and understand the importance of and so i wanted to serve people by helping them understand you know financial health and stewardship so we started a production company called three strand productions and we created a a six-part series and so um we're just hoping to educate and inform people and help them to be better stewards of their finances is there any particular conversation you had or situation you witnessed or even or maybe the pattern you observed that that led you to say, I need to put something together, a series together? Yeah, I think that, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, just being a, a Christian, there's there's certain topics that I think we don't really mentor and disciple each other in. There's been eras in time where people have gotten really focused on marriage. And, you know, because it wasn't talked about, I remember all the Song of Solomon conferences that went around and people were starting talking about intimacy and marriage. And now I feel like there's a gap in terms of financial literacy and just stewardship. And what do you do with money? You know, we're, we're kind of most of us just say, oh, just don't love it and you'll be fine. Instead of thinking about 
you know, the parable of the talents and how to how to really use it in a in a helpful way um, to grow it and to create, um, you know, a, a healthy environment for the future. So no one ever showed me that. And I'm you know, I, I learned by trial and error and making some mistakes. And then uh, fortunately, some some great uh, brothers and sisters pulled me to the side and just gave me some great insight. And, uh, you know, shout out to, you know, those individuals, Anthony O'Neill being another great individual um, who just gave me some wisdom. And so I wanted to give that back, but in a simple way, you know, I'm an entertainer. And so I wanted to do it in an entertaining way. So we kind of created a sketch variety show that helps people understand financial health. And again, the name of that show is called Protect the Bag. It's on Lecrae's and you spell that L-E-C-R-A-E on his YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube.com and throw in his name. Uh, or you can probably just Google uh, Protect the Bag, and you'll find that with uh, regard to Lecrae's series. The other episodes, I believe, are on the site, so you can uh, binge watch, if you will. They're only 15 minutes long or something like that, uh, but they're they're packed. They're good, and uh, the newest installment, again, comes up at 7 o'clock this evening. So check it out if you like there. In the meantime, quick break, and then we're coming back with our special guest, Warren Davis. He's a game designer and programmer, creator of the video game Qbert co-developer of games like Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam, Terminator 2, and he has a book out called Creating Cubert, another classic video arcade games. We'll be talking about that for a little bit here on the program, and uh, the invitation remains open. If you want to text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683 with your favorite video game growing up. Mine were Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, uh, Defender, what was it, Galaga, and... Uh, uh, Donkey Kong. Some of these I were not very good at. I, I did play a lot of it, though. I tried to get better at some of the home video games. You used to play RBI Baseball. I can still remember the theme song. That was 1988. Talk about the power of music. Uh, so if you have a favorite, 610-500-DUB, just text in. I'll give you a gift card free just for taking a second to text in your favorite uh, game growing up. Or it could be something more recent. Or if it's not yours because you're not a video game person, but your spouse is or your grandkids, whatever, that's good too. 610-500-3683. Gift cards are $5.60 a piece, uh, one per household, and we're courtesy of Briner Chevrolet and Jenkintown. We'll be mailing those out on Thursdays. So just text text line before 5 o'clock with your favorite 610-500-3683, and we'll get that gift card out to you. You can pick. You can even the text say if you want Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. One more time, the number 610-500-DOVE. Brief break, and then we're joined by Warren Davis on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It is 444 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Again, 610-500-DUB. Text in your favorite video game just for fun, 610 500 3683, and for doing so, we'll hook you up with a free gift card to Duncan Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Very grateful for their participation in our broadcast. And the reason we're doing this today, a couple of things I'm trying to weave together in my head, like we're mailing out prizes a couple days from now. Like, hey, let's give some stuff away now. We can get them out to folks. Because I don't know about you, when you win something, and I haven't won much, but you're like, you're expecting it. It's going to be in your mailbox yesterday. And the reality is it doesn't happen quite that fast. 
but uh, when we when we have different mailing days coming up, we kind of schedule those out and figure out what we're doing. It's like nice to be able to give things right right before so that you can get the prize as soon as possible. So $5.60 is what you get. It's a simple gift card as a thank you for listening in. And to get one, all you do is text in your favorite video game uh, to 610-500-DOVE, and uh, you can name the card you want. We have Panera, Rita's, Wawa, and Duncan, and we're glad to mail one to you. It's not a drawing. It's just you get one if you take time to text in. You can elaborate. You can rattle off all the ones you like, but just one. Will do. And uh, we had this going for fun today in conjunction with our special guest. His name is Warren Davis, and he's written a book called Creating Cubert and Other Classic Video Arcade Games. And we are glad to bring you on board. How are you doing, sir? It's great to have you aboard. I'm great. Hi there, Tim. How are you doing? Excellent. Congratulations on Creating Cubert and Other Classic Video Arcade Games. What a fun thing. Thank you so very much. It was quite a quite a chore putting it together well i, I bet a, a pleasant chore nonetheless right? share, share a little backstory to uh obviously your life has been you know you're documenting so much of it but how, did you ever think you were going to do a book one day and and uh, how long has it been in the making for you um yeah I, i'd say i'd never really thought i would write a book uh i, I never you know had a reason to and uh it came about most, mostly because i was doing a lot of these retro gaming events uh i was invited to them and i would i would tell stories and, and the more i told stories the more i kind of realized that looking back i i had a lot of stories to tell i just i was lucky enough uh, kind of like forrest gump to be to be in the right place at the right time for a lot of uh games that have let's say withstood the test of time so um yeah. uh, I, I i had the idea to, to collect these stories in a book uh selfishly just because i thought geez if i wrote them down um i i just can stop telling them yeah. <laughs> right well and the, uh, yeah and also i could uh, i could say i could i could tell them succinctly and i could tell them clearly uh you know as opposed to like me right now stammering through all this <laughs> but, well, well what's but, a, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it's obviously, the topic is a lot of fun, and so there's that just by nature and curiosity. A number of the games you developed or created, I played as a kid. Uh, so there's, it's just you could tell any story, and it'd be interesting. But on the other hand, I'm guessing there's also some stuff you wanted to make sure you created with this book to help people understand the different aspects to it. So I, what was, I was going to ask you what was important to you as you put this together when you step away from it, that it's more than just stories, but that it actually got certain points across that people could pick up and enjoy those things too yeah i mean i i, I mostly i think i i just want to set the record straight and uh, share what it was like back then to to make video games um people seem to be interested as as i went through my uh my to my retro gaming events and met people and you know i was just, just stunned at how people actually were fascinated and wanted to hear about that so i really just trying to lift the curtain behind the the process and uh um, yeah, that was pretty much it. And, and hopefully entertain people because a lot of these are kind of fun stories. It's, it's, uh, you know, and it's just like anything else you might do in your life. Uh, it's got its ups, it's got its downs. And I, I just want to sort of share that with people. Yeah. One of my favorite games as a kid was Qbert. I wasn't great at it. I always had trouble with the edges. I'm sure you hear you, you probably get feedback on all the games too, right? Like, Oh, I just wish it was round. I keep falling off the side. Oh. But uh... oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was that was a that was a common complaint uh, from people in the office when I was developing it. it was like, yeah, don't you you shouldn't let him jump off the pyramid, <laughs> right? Was that the first one that you had put together? 
Yeah, it was the first game that was my responsibility. Yeah, I had worked as a supplemental programmer on another title for another programmer, just to, doing a few sort of uh, routines to help him out. But yeah, this was my first game. Yeah, I think the satisfaction of landing on the squares multiple times, like as a guy, I don't know if this is just a guy-gal thing, but to check boxes and you know your to-do list because you're like, okay, I got to hit that one again, got to hit that one again, got to change colors. So uh, my brother and I used to play it together, and that's part of the fun of video games in general, right? I mean, you, you know, you, I can remember going to arcades with my brother and putting quarters in and and uh, play Joust, play the uh, Joust Two. I guess it was Terminator Two. You did as well. I mean. I spent a lot of money on your games. <laughs> the math I think about it. So, uh, yeah. well, sadly, none of that went into my pocket. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was a lot of fun for you personally. I'm thinking back in 1982. I was in Mr. Beerman's math class. Uh, it was a if x equals if y equals set x y run, and we would hope that something came out. Uh, you know, a line or dotted screen or something. Uh, and, and just thinking about this now, what, for you, what was it like in the was it, high school? Was a time for you? That you got interested in, and obviously it's a long way from that to where you know you are now with all the developing and creating you've done. Well, I mean, high school is where I got an opportunity to start learning computers, which was a rare thing. You got to understand, this is like 1971, 72. Uh, my high school had a computer, which was a unheard of thing because computers at that time were large uh, and uh, the, the size and shape of a desk. In fact, this computer that I had was a desk. Uh, and uh, had a typewriter on it. So there was no such thing as a CRT screen. You literally typed on a typewriter, and the computer typed back at you. That's how you communicated with it. Wow. Wow. Chatting with Warren Davis. He's a game designer, programmer, creator of the video game Qbert, co-developer of Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, and many others. I'm thinking there are a lot of aspects to video games. There's technology. There's art. There's the content or the story. Do you have a favorite aspect of any of those, or does one tend to lead the others and uh, how, they, how they play off each other? Um, I mean, I have to say, first of all, I admire all of the disciplines that go into making a video game. I, I think uh, you know, it, it really requires uh, you know, some talent, um, and my talent is in programming and design. So uh, I couldn't do what an artist does. Uh, I couldn't do what a sound designer does, although I actually have done sound design later in my career. Uh, for theater mostly, not video games. But okay. uh, I, I just admire what these people can do. And um, but I, yeah, my my love is really for for the the programming. I'm 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 a I'm basically a programming geek. I love the uh, algorithms. I love the uh, yeah. I just I love uh, using uh, you know AI and and things to make things happen. Yeah, that's my that's my thing. Is there a dance back and forth? I'm thinking a lot of times I'll interview someone who's like a recording artist and the, do the lyrics come first, the music come first, or someone who's written, working with an illustrator for their book. As far as your work, uh, how much back and forth is there versus – or cre someone who creates a movie, same thing. Do you create the script first completely and then you realize you have to do different things? With, with the programming piece, how does that come into play with the overall developing of the game? Like without it, there's all the rest is – the rest of it follows, for example, or is there a back and forth till you get to the end product? Oh, yeah, there's absolutely a back and forth. And, and I do think it is very much like making a, a film. Um, you know, a lot of people are involved. You've got the director who is sort of, you know, I, I liken the director of a film uh, to, to, to being a filter. So you've got a lot of people who are throwing ideas at you. You, you know, you, hopefully you've got a lot of creative people who have ideas and you're the filter and you kind of guide you kind of guide their uh, their ideas. Um, that's kind of the way I felt about being a video game designer. You know, I 
it's not like I wouldn't take in ideas or listen to people. I, I felt it was really important to take in feedback, but uh, I was the one who would sort of decide, yeah, I think that's right for this or I think it's not. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there are, but definitely a lot of back and forth. And, of course, in, in the creation of Qbert, um, there was a lot of back and forth between me and Jeff Lee, who is a, the, the artist who created all the characters, and uh, Dave Thiel, who created all the sounds. And without those two guys uh, doing their best work, uh, the game wouldn't have been the same. Hey, congratulations, Warren. It's great to make your acquaintance. Best way to pick up creating Qbert and other classic video arcade games, December 21st, I believe, is the release date for that. Is there a best we're way? Uh, <laughs> we've got our fingers crossed. COVID has uh, COVID has been uh, delaying things sadly uh, for for a couple of months. We okay. thought it'd be out earlier. Okay, but it looks like it's very close. And yes, uh, it's available for pre order on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or pretty much any uh, your your favorite local independent bookstore should should you should be able to order it. Congratulations so much, and thank you for taking time today. Thank you. Have a great day. Take care. Bye bye. Warren Davis, game designer, programmer, creator of the video game Qbert, co-developer of games like NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, and involved in a ton of others, Terminator 2. I got a text from Adam in Manchester, New Jersey. He said The Legend of Zelda was his favorite to play, and he did play Terminator 2 as well. Uh, if you want to text in still have a few minutes, a favorite video game you had growing up, or it could be something you're still playing today. I play uh, Madden 2007 with my son Tim. That's the last time we bought a game, I think 14 years ago. It still works, and we have fun uh, when he comes home from uh, being in Florida where he teaches in school. so uh, But way back in the day, it was Donkey Kong and Super Mario Brothers in the 80s and RBI Baseball and uh, their games in the arcade, of course, itself, like Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man, Defender. And uh, I remember visiting my aunt and uncle's, my cousin's house, when uh, when Pong first came out. It was big. I think the unit was yellow. And you're just watching two sticks and uh, watch the little dot go off the walls. And we're all, can I try? Can I try? And then Tank came along after that and uh, combat or whatever it was called. And anyhow, so it's uh, just fun. I was thinking when um, when uh, learners and I have Warren on the program, it's like, I wonder what people remember playing back in the day. I remember even the handheld games having Mattel football. It was a white, um, you know, kind of a rectangle, small rectangle and then when Coleco came out, it was an upgrade. It was a funner shape. Can I say that? Funner? And it also had the ability to pass and intercept the ball be or be intercepted. So anyhow, it's a fun thing. If you want to text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, that's our number. Uh, and I'll get you a gift card to Duncan Panera Ritas or Wawa as a, as a thank you for participating and just uh, chiming in. Uh, let's see. So I have just a few minutes left here, and I guess there's enough time just to share with you very briefly uh, an update. I mentioned last week that our daughter, Tori, who is going to turn 16 next month, she's a sweet little girl with special needs, uh, very dependent on us. Um, she needed um, uh, spinal fusion surgery. And if, if she didn't get it, we were told by doctors that she might not live uh, if we waited too long, like another six months or a year. And it was affecting her heart and her lungs and um, that it was getting slowly, you know, making it difficult for her to live. So we just had the surgery last Wednesday. Uh, Tori did. And she's my hero. I am so proud of her. 
Um, she can't speak. She can't say words. Uh, we know she's hurting. So if you would please pray for her to recover. She had a very serious surgery. Uh, she has, you know, right right down her back from basically the top of her neck to the top of her butt. And that's it's like a zipper almost. And uh, But she's much straighter, and she should be in the long run in a much better place. I want to just share with you, and I'll share with you more in the days to come. Um, she, the surgery was done in Miami, so that's where she is. I, I flew down and I flew back, and I'm flying down again this weekend. And uh, Lord willing, she'll be um, back in Philadelphia sometime next week as we continue the recovery process. It's one thing to leave all the wonderful nurses God provided, a lot of godly nurses too, as it turned out, uh, to leave all of that, and they unplug all the medications, all the you know, all the tubes. And now, Mr. and Mrs. DeMoss, uh, God bless you, and see you later. And now you're, you know, so my wife is still in Florida, and we have help there, too. And um, so I just ask that you would continue to pray. Her name is Victoria Joy. I want to thank the Lord for all the people who prayed. And I don't want to lose the wonder of what I saw with my daughter. Uh, the, the surgery successful, you know, still a lot, long way to go. But the the power of prayer and the power of people taking time to pray, I want to encourage you. My, my prayer for Tori was, number one, that she'd survive the surgery. Secondly, that it would also be helpful, and we'll see, Lord willing, in the days to come, that it will really be a blessing. But also that people would be pointed to the Lord, because in the end, people really, that's what we all need. And so my prayer is that people would be encouraged in their faith as they pause to pray, and that people who don't know the Lord would would uh, come to know him through this. There's some other stuff that happened in the experience of this past week. The surgery was last Wednesday, so we're only five days out from it, uh, that I will share with you in the days to come some lessons learned and just some, some stuff the Lord showed me. Uh, and I, I really want to share those with you. But we're out of time for today, so we'll look forward to doing that in the days to come. We appreciate your prayers again for Victoria Joy, for my wife Tina, and for God's glory. That's really what this is all about in the end that he be glorified in these things. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. Looking forward to doing the program again tomorrow. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.